1: 971 FM Talk
2: Podcast They say we're young and we don't know.
3: We won't find out. Well I don't know. Well, Second true.
2: Amendment
4: radio in the great outdoors. If you feel like uh, you're in Groundhog Day the movie, that would be the theme music here, I believe but we made it past that. Did you hear that uh, the groundhog saw its shadow, Bo Matthews, and we're expecting at least two more weeks of Taylor Swift?
3: <laughs> oh, and beyond. I don't th- I don't think she, you know, her, the equity in her for the liberal uh, side is definitely building. <laughs> yes. I don't think we're going to be done here and for You know what? As a matter of fact, all the, t- all the talk about Joe's not going to run, Joe's not going to run, maybe Taylor will run. Oh, so, I, I don't think so. Too young. I don't think. Yeah, prob- probably too young. Yeah, I, I don't know how old she is now. But
4: anyway, um, it's welcome crazy. In. People it, are losing their minds. It, people are losing their minds, if you're if you're a football fan, I mean, I I don't mind Taylor Swift. I've grown up with my my youngest daughter is a fan. She went to see her 1989 tour a few years ago when she was. I in was town. at that show.
2: Yeah, it was fantastic. It was a great show,
4: and I think she's a very talented young lady. I didn't Be-
2: see her at the dome. But the show at Enterprise Center, the nineteen eighty nine tour, mm-hmm. amazing. The dome, these dome shows, too big of a venue. I would agree. But would it's agree. also a well produced show. If you saw the movie, you know.
4: Uh, well, and I she, did not see the movie. I did, but it,
3: it, she uh, she flew. I I didn't see the movie either, sadly. But I mean, she years ago went to Europe to watch uh, or England to watch uh, Wicked. And then, like, hired the entire uh, (laughs) uh, wardrobe staff, like, for her show, for her tour. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the woman has—I don't know. She she puts it out. She's got the
4: she's got the resources,
3: uh, and she can
2: (laughs) she plays guitar and piano. She's a musician as well.
3: What Uh, I don't understand, though, is why would you want to split your audience in half? But I guess the younger generation doesn't care. If you're a Swifty, you're a Swifty. But, you know, that that was the it's, thing when I was on music radio. You know, you just, you don't talk politics. You just, you play the music for everybody. Yeah. But, man, well, she is, she,
4: she is. She inserted herself in the Tennessee Senate race back in 2018. So this is nothing right. new for her. And no, her parents, her
2: parents are but, conservatives.
4: Yeah. It's nothing new for her. I think her dad's in like, I don't know. I don't know what business he's in, but, um, it doesn't matter. He's famous I, it, for not agreeing I, with her. I read the statistic that they 18% of people said they might change their vote uh, for whoever Taylor Swift endorsed, and 17% said they'd do just the opposite. That's a wash in my book. <laughs> I'm not too worried about but- it. I don't think. But she's... the
3: meme going around that says 95% of her songs are about how to how to pick uh, the wrong men. Well, <laughs> you could lean on that, too. I'm sure you've seen that.
4: Yeah, yep. Yeah. The next one will have something to do with uh, the Chiefs, I'm afraid, Um if that
3: doesn't work out for sure. But oh. look how much time we just gave her. Right yeah, now. Just yeah. right now.
2: That's true. That's true. <sighs> and by playing oh, a Sonny and Cher song. I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, man. So this week, uh Bo Matthews, I have to tell you, uh, I got in... Um, invited. In fact, I got invited, uh, or at least was suggested to me by Brad Range, who's uh, one of the producers here at 97.1. He works on the Annie Fry Show. He said, hey, I'd love to go to the Range shooting with you sometime uh, okay. because we both share that interest. And um, we, wanted, we decided we'd meet out there on a Saturday. And one of the other producers, Leah, um, heard, overheard us talking. And she goes, I've never fired a gun. And I am like, "What? Well, this would be the perfect opportunity, young lady." <laughs> so she showed up uh, this past weekend. We went, and we had a fantastic time. And she was a natural. Took the scary Ooh. black rifle out there uh, the uh, the the Remington uh, uh, Mini fourteen or whatever you, uh, you call it is what uh, we also had. We were shooting, which is both the two two three round, right? Um and it took a couple handguns and she did very well
2: did you get shot, wow. a shot of her on video in slow mo her shooting the big I, scary rifle
4: i did yeah yeah <laughs> which it just goes to further prove that it's not a big scary rifle it's a barely stronger than a 22 in a lot of cases so
3: turns well out, you know I, I, you know, hats off to you for doing that, Uh for, you know, opening up and, and saying, hey, come along with us, no problem. Sure. And that's how anybody that goes to a shooting range or one of the great parks that we have in our in our state, you know what, bring somebody that's not familiar just to see if they like it. See, now my aunt, she was in town in November. She had never even held a gun, never even seen, oh. you know, like seen a real gun. Well, I, you know, showed her a couple of things. I was like, would you like to shoot? And she's like, oh my gosh, you know, and so she would not be a candidate for that. But, uh <laughs> I get more and more. Actually, I have to wonder. I guess I need to buy a new phone because my phone did not ring when you were going <laughs> to the range. I, I, I'm just shocked. I, I just like I said,
4: like I said, I kind of got invited and I was happy to go. I wanted I loved to a to place go
3: to. to throw you
2: in the briar patch. What? What? What do you mean? that's a place you would have gone anyway. Oh
4: no, no, yeah, I mean I go to the Range in St. Louis West all the time. You hear me talking about. It. It's out there near my house and it's a great indoor range for people to go into and shoot and and, uh, and and practice and all that stuff. But you know the the important thing to me was and I said this to Leah it, it's it's a for many people, it's a fear of the unknown. I don't know where your you said it was your aunt who grew up in an area where yeah. she's never even seen a gun. Right. Uh, yep. I said to Leah, I mean, I grew up with a gun, uh, you know, uh, propped up behind the door, um, and y- you knew not to touch it, or you were going to get the belt taken to your rear end. You were you were taught about guns. You were taught about how dangerous they were. You were taught to respect them. Uh, for people who've never experienced that before, um, it. it that's the first step is getting somebody to the range and introducing them and saying, this is an inanimate object. It does what you want it to do. It won't do anything if you don't pick it up. Uh, Here are the safety rules. And an hour later, she feels much more comfortable around guns and wants to go back to the range again and might consider taking a concealed carry class at some point. So I felt like I accomplished something.
3: Yeah, and I think you did. And you know, if you look at it as a sport, if you're on the yeah. fence and you've never gone to a range or whatever, look at it as a sport that might be able to save your life. Now, you may go and train jujitsu or some MMA type of thing as a sport, as a workout. Yeah, but it could also help you in saving your own life or somebody else's. So. True. That's the way I break into it with somebody that's never been. You
4: you know, Bo, I want to bring up this week uh, I went to Jefferson City and I went down to cover the Missouri legislature, and the Missouri Freedom Caucus, where they've been working on initiative petition reform. And a lot of that story, the headlines have been stolen by people who want to argue that it's only being done because, uh, you know, uh, conservatives are afraid that abortion is going to get ensconced in the Missouri Constitution. Well. Part of that's true. Uh, I think that it should be tougher than it is to amend the Missouri Constitution. I, I honestly believe that, and outside forces target Missouri because of how easy it is to get something added to the to the Constitution. Uh, we need to fix that. But importantly, here's here's my point: we also need to fix it because there are initiative petitions floating around out there that affect gun rights, uh, where where they would add the ability for individual cities around the state to adopt tighter gun laws than we have at the state level. Right now, there's a preemption where local municipalities can't have more strict gun laws than what the state law provides. And and there are groups out there that would like to change that. So initiative petition reform is important, and it's important that the Missouri legislature deal with it Early in this session, which is hopefully what the Freedom Caucus is going to force to happen, and that it gets to the governor's desk and that we get this thing on the ballot maybe in June so the changes would take effect in time to protect uh, this state from radical gun law changes and or abortion changes either in August or, or November.
3: Mm, they're coming in hot on it too, and you know uh, we just have to be vigilant uh, in the state of Missouri. Anyway, Illinois—I don't—I don't know what you even say about Illinois, but uh, it—it's it, a—it's a time that people need to pay attention. Just like this being an election year, you've yeah. got to pay attention. You—you you don't have to drown yourself in the information, but you do need to pay attention.
4: Very true. And- hey.
3: Yep. And honestly, I don't know why my phone didn't ring, because I would have rode shotgun <laughs> down to Jeff City with you. But I'm getting a new phone. I'm buying uh, you, a new you, phone you, right you, now.
4: You let me know what that number is when you get it, by the way. I'm Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, we've got a great show for you. There's there's some breaking Second Amendment news out of the state of California. We check in with the Sam Paredes a little later from Gun Owners of America. And up next, if you, like Bo Matthews, are a fan of big bikes, big, beautiful oh, yeah. motorcycles, do we have a show for you that's coming to the Moto Museum next weekend? We'll have all the details straight ahead.
3: I got you, babe, I got you, babe On air guitar, it's Mark Cox, Bo Matthews on the air drums. This is Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. You, you're such a rocker by heart. You're so serious during the week. I leak. love it. You get away from the microphone, dude, and you are just, if your hair was down to your butt, I, I wouldn't be surprised.
4: Oh, boy. I've okay. always kept the hair high and tight for most of my uh, my career there, Bo. But you're Bo- right. I could have I done that at some point. Bo, but Thank he you.
2: shaved. He shaved his face. He's clean cut again.
3: Oh, yeah. He looks 12 again.
4: Thank you. I appreciate that. Big fish. That was the goal. Big yeah, fish. thanks.
3: All right. Well, uh, the weather, uh, gosh, I mean, can we say the weather's breaking? I mean, we had that cold snap in January. Uh, at the time of this recording, uh, it is going to be like 65. I don't know what the weekend's going to look like, but uh, we have a lot of people with a motorcycle heart that uh, gets out anytime it's over 40 some below 40. if you are a motorcycle fan and i've been my first motorcycle ride was with my dad on the gas tank of his uh honda 450 in the philippines uh if you love motorcycles i was four years old at the time by the way and i've been addicted ever since randy knold's uh, cycle case uh, showcase stl takes over the moto museum february 10th and 11th next weekend and we've got them on to talk about this event because it is it is truly artwork when you uh, when you look at some of the stuff that they're going to be putting on display. You can see them going down the road. That's fine. But when you see the artwork that are, are these motorcycles, it's unbelievable. Randy, welcome to Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. How are you, sir?
5: I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me on.
3: When was your first motorcycle ride?
5: I was uh, seven or eight. Uh, my my mother's boyfriend had a tri- uh, triumph, oh. and uh, I remember the uh, I remember flying down forty sixty four here in town with water just streaming out of my eyes. I could barely keep my <laughs> eyes open, and we were going like a like a wild banshee, and it was the, it 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 was it was amazing.
3: And that's how it, <laughs> it began.
5: Definitely left a mark. I'd say <laughs> it definitely left a mark.
3: Ain't that the truth? Well, tell me what you got going on next weekend for those, even if it's cold next weekend. Uh, let's talk about what you're going to be showing off at uh, the Cycle Showcase STL.
5: Sure. Uh, this is the 11th year I've done this, and it keeps growing bigger and bigger. Um, I invite 50 bikes from all over the world. This is my first truly international show. I've had Canadian bikes before. Um, this year I got bikes coming from Japan. Wow. Um I've got, uh, 50 bikes, rare bikes, historic bikes, vintage bikes, racing bikes, and a lot of custom stuff. And, uh, just anything that, uh, the, the beauty and the design, that's a criteria. It's gotta, it's gotta have some sort of wow factor or cool factor to it. And, uh, I include it in the show. I search all year trying to find these bikes and, uh, I invite them in and, uh, Word's getting out, and uh, this is uh, truly a remarkable show for for people anywhere that uh, builds or restores
4: uh, bikes, anything like that. So yeah. I'm blessed. What are you getting, uh, I, uh, Mark? Mark here, uh, Randy. What are, What are you yeah. getting attendance wise? I mean, you're going to a lot of work if you're if you're getting people to crate up their their bike and uh, bring it in here from overseas somewhere.
5: Yeah, um, I'm I'm getting the the last two years we've been well over 2000 people wow over the over the course of a couple of days um i think what people are gravitating towards however is how i do it um i've spent a lifetime i've spent my career in the in the in the music industry doing live production sound mm-hmm. and lighting so um, when people, I tell her, I tell people, this is not uh, Hooters parking lot. This is something special. This is <laughs> not something I special. Like come on now, yeah, come on. I like, <laughs> trust me, I like Hooters a lot, but this is different. This is like a museum. Uh, each bike sits on a platform. It sits on a riser, and then underneath each bike is a is a piece of white canvas that I have somebody ride on. That describes what makes each one unique and what makes it special and why it was included in the show. and that way, um, you know this isn't just for bikers I, I say this is for families. this is for uh, grandma and grandkids, anybody who just loves uh, the art, and the beauty of the motorcycle um, the the design uh, the it's, it's just a, a room a couple of rooms full of, of all eye candy. And uh, I get that response a lot from people that say, you know, I brought my uh, I brought my kids down here and and they're playing video games and they didn't look at their tablet once. They were (laughs) their Their eyes were their eyes were wide open and and, uh, we really inspired them. So that's that's the really cool
3: part for me. Randy and cycles showcase STLs next weekend at the moto museum, February 10th and 11th. Um, is this a judged show? Will there be awards handed out or is this just a show and just come on out, bring the family?
5: This is a, this is just an art gallery. This is, there's no awards. There's no prizes. Um, if you were selected for the show, that's the prize. Right. Um, Right. I've, I've been, I've been searching, uh, all over the country. Well, all over the world for bikes, um, all year. And, uh, Unfortunately, I have to turn a lot of people away. But uh, I try to find the neatest, coolest stuff I can find and, and invite it all in. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's just a celebration of, of the beauty and the art and the design of the
3: motorcycle. Symbol of freedom. Yeah, yeah the, the, symbol of freedom.
4: The Moto Museum yep. is downtown, by the way, 3408 Locust Street. And and you mentioned here, Randy, that you were super excited to, to host this there. T- tell people why that is well i've 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 done
5: it over the years i've done it in a number of different venues I've done it at the pageant a few times i've done it at a couple of empty warehouses um, the last two years I've done it at the city foundry downtown um and I've always had my eye on the Moto Museum because it's such a great backdrop, and they, they are already are celebrating the motorcycle there in that venue. It just was, wasn't quite big enough. And unfortunately for others, or fortunately for me, during COVID, the businesses adjacent to that shut down. So now – uh over, um since covid they've had a chance to expand the museum and get a larger footprint and uh and now the the museum's actually large enough to host the show that i do when i bring in 50 bikes uh the museum is large enough to house that so um yeah i've had my eye on that building for a long time and i'm just tickled tickled pink to to get in there this year and do uh to be able to do
3: the show in there well, congratulations on uh, on getting that venue for it. Uh, you know, I, I, as wonderful as the Internet is, you guys, uh, it, it's fantastic. But when you see a childhood hero like the Fonz, uh, this is where I don't like the Internet. There's a clip of him talking about, I was scared to death to ride on that motorcycle uh, in my entire, as long as that show ran, he said he rode that motorcycle, I think he said 20 feet. And he yeah. and he was scared to death. Did you see this 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 uh, video that went yes. out about a week ago?
5: I I, I saw this clip and I'm uh, just like you. It broke my heart. I, I was one to think the fonz <laughs> rode off into the sunset every night, uh, riding right. out from Al's diner, uh, you know, with with some girl on the back. And I and when he said that, and I think he even said that he wrecked the motorcycle
3: after that 20 feet so. <laughs> i wanted to cry i wanted to yeah, cry i was I like it. what well we still got evil Knievel. and uh, you know it, you you look back at all I, I just saw uh kurt russell in an old uh movie about evil Knievel and i you know i had the, the 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 motorcycle toy that you pulled the zip cord and, yeah, it, and it, you know rode the motorcycle yeah i, I love that, that thing too. i had uh,
4: that too. but you
3: know what you see footage of what they did back in the day with uh, evil kenevil and then you see what like Supercross does nowadays, you know, the the triple flips, you know, release yeah. the motorcycle complete. Uh, it is just amazing how where we've come uh, from the Fonz falling off a 20 foot motorcycle ride to, <laughs> you know, triple flips. And uh, it, it's just nuts, isn't it?
5: It's fantastic. I I I, <laughs> I love it. I love it and I celebrate it. Yes. Yep, me
3: too. That's cool. <laughs>
5: so, yeah. so, uh, so another, but, you know, another... if, you gotta, if you don't if you're not looking at the past of what we did, what the what Evil Knievel did, uh you don't know how far we come and how much we can achieve. So, yeah. uh, right. that's been, uh, that part of the show, I've got uh, some absolutely wonderful restored bikes from uh, from the early teens I think the earliest bike I've got in this show this year is a 1912 uh, motorcycle. So, cool. so you know, yep. you know, we reminisce and, and love <laughs> yep. the history of it too, and 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 see how far we've come and celebrate that.
4: What what are we talking, Randy, value wise? I'm sure it covers a a pretty wide margin. Are we talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in value for some of these bikes? Is there, are they that much?
5: Well, I know. I know that there's one in the Moto Museum right now that's well over $100,000. Okay. Um, right. um, there are. i have seen pictures of one of the bikes coming from New York, coming out of New York, and I can't imagine that—I don't know if he would even sell it, but if it, if he would, I can't imagine it would be less than $100,000 based on— uh, on uh, what I'm seeing, like at Mecca Auctions and some of these other big auction house sites that, wow. that sell stuff. So, um, yeah. that there, there is a, a a Ducati motorcycle that we're going to unveil at the show, um, the Italian Ducati, and I know that they are. It is one of two hundred made, and to be able to even purchase one of these, you have to have had five or six Ducatis. Prior. Like uh, you have to be in almost in the Ducati family to own one of these. This so right. that's, that's kind of like the, the, the Ferrari or the Lamborghini of the, the motorcycle world. So I, you know, I wouldn't even venture to guess what that thing costs. It's got to be well over a hundred thousand
3: dollars. Man, you you remember? Uh, it, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that OCC Choppers was a huge deal, and you know those guys, the the Tuttle family, ran around the country and did you know all kinds of things at Sturgis or whatever. Whatever yeah. happened to that that type of artist uh, that you know does these kind of buy? I mean, I guess you found them, but you remember the heyday of that? Those were hundred thousand dollar motorcycles.
5: Yes, they were. Um, you know, they that was a you might. Some of that was uh, was a little TV fluff. We've come to learn. Um, a lot <laughs> of it was uh, was you know uh, they were all seemed like they were all built for companies and they were write offs, I guess. Um, the they are still out there. They're still making bikes. Um, they're a little more low key now. They don't have the TV show, but uh, but what that show did do was it sparked a whole generation of new uh bike sure. riders and builders and, and people that were really influenced by that. The the Tuttles, the Jesse Jameses and the, the Indian Larry's and all of those uh TV characters that were on the they inspired a whole new generation of bike people and it's it's been great.
4: Well, if you're a big fan of that, you're going to want to show up to see this uh, the cycle showcase STL taking over the moto museum Friday the 10th and 11th of February and it's a 2-day event and it's uh, it's going to be down there I think it's what 12.50 to get in for adults, is that right Randy?
5: That is right. Yeah. Uh per yeah. 50 for adults. If you're under 15, if you don't have a driver's license, you get in free with an adult. So nice. I, encourage, I encourage people to bring their kids. It's a family-friendly event. Uh, it's a, And uh, if you come on Saturday, we'll put a wristband on you. You can come back Sunday for free.
4: Nice. Tickets are sold only at the door, but you can go to CycleShowcaseSTL.com uh, or follow them on Facebook or Instagram to find out more details. Randy Nolge, honored to have you on here, my friend. Have fun this weekend.
5: I certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys.
3: All right, real quick, and at this event all weekend, the Smooches for Pooches Doggy Kissing Booth is back. So you'll be able to pucker up for the pups and help raise money for Dirk's Fund. It's a nonprofit large breed dog rescue facility out in Pacific, Missouri. So that will just be another reason you want to bring the kiddos out to this huge event, the Cycle Showcase STL. All right, we've got uh, more of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors coming up. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We thank you so much for listening to this program. Share it with your friends and on your social media. You can get it on the Odyssey app. We thank you so much for supporting the Second Amendment and, of course, the love of the great outdoors. This uh, segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. They have the most impressive in-stock silencer and suppressor selection in St. Louis. Stop in and see Jesse and Brad and get the process started. No matter what the caliber is, they've got the best selection of what they call cans at Razorback Armory. You can find out their address and everything at RazorbackArmory.com.
4: Yep. For all of you who love the Second Amendment and uh, just out last week uh, introducing somebody new to the shooting sports, I'll have to tell you, for the first time. That's very cool. Absolutely. That's very cool. She enjoyed it. And, she, and she's a natural, so I, I love that, and I've encouraged her to go take a few more classes and uh, get involved, for sure. I know somebody who's very involved. Our guest right now, Sam Paredes, he is with Gun Owners of America. He's the California State Director, National Spokesman, uh, member of the board, and uh, great to have him here today. Sam, welcome in. Hey, it's a
5: pleasure to be here with you guys. It's, it's really an honor to to be on second amendment radio i mean that is so cool so thank you for having
4: me (laughs) yeah you bet you know i was uh, i I try to pay attention to what's going on around the country when when new things pop up i i I was reporting earlier this week on an effort in one state to try to put a background check even on buying ammunition is that something that they've either tried (laughs) or been doing in california already in some cases
5: we've had that here for several years now we have a a literal background check, and you have to pay a fee each and every to buy ammunition. But wow. Judge Roger T. Benitez, we we filed a lawsuit against this this unconstitutional scheme uh, requiring you to to do a background check and pay fees to exercise a constitutional right. So uh, the case went to now very famous Judge T. Benitez down in San Diego. And he ruled it to be completely unconstitutional and ripped the law off the books he did an amazing job of pointing out that the state of California the uh, governor Newsom and Attorney General Rob Bonta we were able to plan, to ban uh, uh, guns and ammunition from, uh, and I'm quoting what what uh, Negroes mulattoes slaves uh, and, and You know, others, uh, um, Indians was the the quote. Of course, we people of color and and former slaves and Native Americans. Well, the judge just handed them a a smackdown and ripped this law off the book. So right now in California, people are buying ammunition without background checks and without having to pay an extra fee. So, yeah, we do it here in California,
3: but not anymore. Wow. Well, Sam Paredes is uh, from Gun Owners of America, our guest on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. And we appreciate you coming in and uh, talking. You know, at any time you go online to buy ammo, in the state of Missouri anyway, uh, you always do get that warning on those companies that sell through the internet and ship it out to you. Uh, we cannot send to California. So I guess that rule will change for those companies. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, as a matter of fact, the companies were contacting a lot of their
5: clients and the customers in California and alerting them that, hey, the gates are now open. If you want to order, order now before, you know, the the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals does anything to to put a stay on Judge Benitez's permanent injunction. So uh, right now, ammunition is flowing into California like waves are lapping on the Pacific Coast and the moon is shining at night. It's a beautiful (laughs) thing. Uh, It's it it really is a, a wonderful thing and, and and freedom is wonderful it so, is Sam I cool.
4: know you you live in a in a beautiful part of the country, but the politics out there would just drive mm-hmm. me insane we We are uh you know mm-hmm. a super majority republican majority pro gun pro second amendment here in mm-hmm. the state of Missouri at least now some of the people listening to mm-hmm. us uh live in the People's Republic of Illinois where they have an assault weapons ban in place. And you're kind of on – living in either Illinois or California, you're on the front edge of this battle to to make sure uh, overzealous – gun haters don't infringe upon the rights of of, of citizens the Second Amendment rights and, mm-hmm. and it we it seems so obvious to me that that's what's happening in places like California with some of the gun laws they keep trying to pass in New York mm-hmm. in Illinois and yet here we are with uh, what we're told is a five to four conservative uh, a majority on the Supreme Court and they have not Stepped in and put a stay on a lot of these things. I know gun owners is is working on that, but man, this is it's frustrating to watch how slowly uh, this is being rolled.
5: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the fact of the, you're you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, what happens in California uh, really affects or infects the rest of the country, and and that's why it's so important for us to be here fighting in the belly of the beast. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why we have primary lawsuits in Illinois and New York, and New Jersey and, and Maryland, all of these states to fight for the second amendment. Uh, and, and, and that's what we do. And, and we're going to do it. Anytime tyranny raises its ugly head, we are definitely going to be involved. um, it, it, yeah, the anti-gunners are all about control. They want to control guns. They know they have to control guns if they want to control the way us the way they want to control us. And, yes, um, the Supreme Court has been uh, somewhat frustrating in the way they have approached it, but they are predictable and they are consistent. They haven't accepted any of these emergency actions because the, the, the requests that have been made to them are not with regards to a case that has completed the merit stage of its argumentation and the next step is the Supreme Court. It's like they don't want to hijack a case, uh, you know, in, interject until the lower courts have screwed it up. Then they will come in to fix it up. Uh, but they have in, in two occasions when we asked the Supreme Court for uh, emergency relief, uh, the court said, you know what? we're not going to step in on this case. this is the Antonia case in New York on assault weapons and, and sensitive places. Um, he said, we're, we're not going to step in, but second circuit court of appeals, if you don't take expeditious action on this matter and apply Bruin, the way we told you to apply it, we may rethink our position on, on, on acting uh, before the case is completed. And they, with a wink of an eye to gun owners of America, they said, and we will invite uh, the the plaintiffs in this case to revisit this issue with us. So what happened two days after that, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals called our attorneys and said, "Uh, when when can we have the trial? When can we? And they did it. And then they screwed that up. So we are very close to being, um, you know, the the, the issues portion of the, the, the case. In the second circuit, the circuit is done at the three-judge panel. So now we're ready to go to the Supreme Court with a final ruling, and and I think we will see some really wonderful action. But, yeah, it takes forever, and that's why people have to stay faithful. They have to continue to support the organizations that are fighting this case. Things are happening now faster than they've ever happened before, but that's at a snail's pace. You know, before it just didn't happen issues in court. But since Heller and McDonald and Caetano, things have sped up quite
3: a bit. Yeah, Gun Owners of America, Sam Paredes is our guest on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. You know, here in Missouri, anyway, uh, we have very, uh, very good gun laws. But like anything, anything Mm -hmm. can be changed. So you give them an inch, and they're going to think they're the ruler. I was just looking up on uh, Gifford's gun law scorecard. And Missourians, listen, California and New Jersey still require a 10-day waiting period for all gun purchases. Is that That is true. Is that correct, Sam? Yeah, yes, it is. Absolutely. 10 days. 10 days, yeah, which we, is... We, yeah. It, it, it's just amazing to me. But the the top 10 strictest in the country, if you're thinking, ooh, we're going to pack up a U-Haul and go, uh, the strictest gun law states, California, Illinois, New York, Connecticut, Hawaii, New Jersey, Maryland, and Massachusetts. So, uh if you're a supporter of the Second Amendment, those are—it's it, tough to live in a state that it's so strict because you are fighting so hard to keep the gun laws uh, that you have and and try to loosen them up a little bit more.
5: Absolutely correct, and 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 for those who are fighting in those states that you just mentioned, uh, the, God bless you and 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 thank you for doing that fight because the. the Best way to be effective is to be in the state to fight them. I, I get to personally fight against Governor Gavin, Herr Jill Newsom, and and, <laughs> and his trusty companion, Attorney General Rob Bonta, uh, following close behind, riding his mule. Um, and, and, and the stupidity that they come up with gives us just great ammunition to go ahead and, 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 challenge him. And being a resident of the state of California, uh, uh, getting the challenge, you know, um, you know, Don Quixote and, and his trusty companion, uh, very with, with, with credibility. And, and so people in California have hope, you know, it, this can't be all about fear. We have to, to share hope with people that we will win. And we know we're going to win in the end, the road to get there. Is the thing that we have to work together to, to maneuver and manage and but but for those who who say oh we're never gonna win you know the, the sky is falling the, the they're gonna come take my guns or the black helicopter is gonna land in my backyard and, right. and and you know they're gonna come in and steal my safe and all that cheap dip come on folks we know we're gonna win we've got the Supreme Court and the Constitution as our as our winning standard we know it's already there we've already got the victories we just need to get there as we kick aside all of the 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 naysayers and those who want to try to subvert the rule of law and the constitution the second amendment so uh um be encouraged you know jump Good. in help Good. help if you're in a great state like like yours help the people in illinois and california <laughs> and hawaii and uh, to fight the fight. So we're, that's what I want to encourage
4: people we're, to do. We're trying here on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors to do that for sure. Sam Perretta is our guest from Gun Owners of America. Gunowners.org, great organization. If nothing else, I mean, I'd love you to go there and donate to what they're doing because they're fighting for us all across the country. Uh, if nothing else, sign up for the email alerts and, and they'll keep you up to date on what's going on, like this one that uh, dropped into my email box this week. The Indiana House this week passed a firearm sale privacy bill because some of these credit card companies were trying to categorize sales from firearms company from from a, a firearms retailer so that they could tell by looking at at their at the code what kind of purchase that was and the state of Indiana is saying no to that and I hope more states across the country do the same thing
5: you're absolutely correct and it's not to be honest and to be fair, it's not so much the credit card companies. It's the governments, especially the federal government, that has pretty much forced the credit card companies to uh, establish one of these uh, the, the merchant category codes. Yeah. Um, and, and it still doesn't make sense because if you go to a gun store and you buy a flashlight and a candy bar – you are still listed in the merchant category code as of someone who bought <laughs> a firearm or ammunition. Wow! So you know these guys are really reaching, um, and and it's if you look at the details, you realize how bonehead, brain dead they are in what it is that they're trying to do. But they're trying to nip you know nip at us everywhere, uh, demonize us, and. And, and give themselves a position to where they can try to injure us through the, through the banking systems. So uh, that's why it, it is a very bad thing, uh, but it is not what, what the anti-gunners are trying to say. We want to know everybody who buys a gun with a credit card, <laughs> and the credit card companies can tell us that. They can't. They
3: can't. Yeah, yeah. That th- That's like flagging people that went to, going to a- an Ava that, that's like flagging people that went to an avon convention in uh, washington dc on january 6th flag them they were in the same uh, zip code for crying out loud it's it's so crazy out there sam we appreciate all the information keep up the good fight and uh gunowners.org is the website if you want to make a donation or just get connected to what they're doing in the fight for our second amendment uh, be well sam thank you so much for the help
5: thank you for the opportunity i uh, will pray that your you're, you're, Beacon of light on the Second Amendment in your radio station, your program continues to grow and to reach people, so that their ears, minds, and hearts will be open. That fighting for liberty and fighting for truth is a good thing, and we invite you to join us.
4: Amen
3: to that. All right, Sam. Thank you so much. Well
4: said, sir. Uh, Yeah, and you know, by the way, uh, Bo, that that we really were on the edge of some breaking news there, Uh, having him on here. From the state of California because it was just this week that that federal judge overturned that waiting period for ammunition.
3: Right. Yeah. right. Anything yeah, they can do insane. to try
4: to infringe on your Second Amendment rights, that's uh,
3: that's what they're doing right now. Mm. Yeah, but, but we are seeing some wins, though. We yes, are. Yes, we are.
4: That's yeah, you know, and and it. And I love it. And Gun Owners is right there at the front of it. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors.
3: Have a great rest of your weekend. Share the show. See you boys. poo.
1: Get more at 971talk.com